Hey everyone, this is Sam Kingma. Welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crack House. This is Cut Content Volume 4, just me today. Just wanted to pre-intro the cut contents like I typically do, just to let you know that this one in particular uh, had to be thrown out initially due to really bad audio on my end. It's not unsufferable, it was just recorded on my DualSense uh, sitting about uh, two feet away from me uh, the entire time, so I tried to bump up the audio a bit, but it still does not sound anywhere close to a regular episode. So if you can't handle it, I totally get it. Uh, I cut out about um, 45 minutes worth of stuff from this cut content, but it's still a relatively unedited episode of, of Crackhouse, so uh, please keep that in mind. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you next week for episode 99. Hope you enjoy some discussion on endings and Lord of the Rings and a couple other stuff we talk about. But uh, yeah, have a nice one. Hey Hedgehogs, welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crackhouse. This is episode 98. I'm your host as always, the blue blur himself, Sam Kingma. And joining me is my best friend and co-host. Uh, he's not red like Knuckles. He's not, he, but he, he's H, he's not chuckling either. It's uh, Miles J. I mean, here's the thing. So I appreciate being Knuckles, I truly do. But shouldn't I be Tails? You are, you are the, Miles the best J friend Miles J. Prower. Tails. Yes. Yeah, and I'm Miles J. Prower. Yeah, I just, I don't know. When I think of you, I think of, I don't think of Tails. I think of Knuckles. No one does, because I'm not, I'm not like, here's the thing. So people in real life think I'm like Tails, because in real life, I just want to get through the day. Like, when I'm at work, everyone's like, he's really quiet, and he's polite. Like, they, they, they describe me like I'm John Wayne Gacy, right? Like... Like where where they're like, oh, you know, he didn't he didn't say a word to anyone, kept to himself, and then and then he you know he ate six babies. Like that's every that's every serial killer's you know he was an unsuspect. Sorry, Han, I have to, you know I have to do the voice. Yeah, his neighbor said he was an unsuspecting man who kept to himself. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of. That, that's that's how yeah, that's everyone true. described yeah so everyone's like oh yeah he's really polite and kind and then i come on this show and i'm and i'm just screaming horribly politically incorrect things about like why women don't understand games or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah see that's some shit knuckles <laughs> that is that is some shit Knuck dude knuckles, no, I knuckles, would, no, would knuckles like do that no, Knuckles would be like, a woman doesn't understand treasure hunting because they're always after the materials. It's never about the hunt. <laughs> it's, uh, it's good, dude. The, the Sonic 2 is a good movie, dude. It's a good, it's a good piece of cinema. I, I actually think that I, I've sat on the movie for like 24 hours now. Probably, I mean, it's probably the greatest video game movie of all time. Right. Not to say... And now here's the deal. That's a low-ass bar. That is definitely, definitely a low-ass bar. But this movie's like a like a solid 7. Like a yeah. solid, solid 7. But for a Sonic fan, this shit's like a 9. Shit okay, hits we, at like well, a 9. This is, this is the Dragon Ball Xenoverse curve. I, the, the, there, there is a, a fan curve. Where Dragon Ball Xenoverse, yes, if it played like like, fucking Bayonetta or whatever, where it's, like, crazy technical and all that shit, like, oh, yeah, it would be a better game, but would it be a better Dragon Ball game? Probably not. No. You know? And that's yeah. the thing, is I'll, I'll say this, what I what I have a lot of respect for on this, on this movie, is 
they they I feel like they use the human characters ex uh, Jim Carrey slash Eggman excluded from this group he's of a, he's a human yeah character. he's a Sonic character. Um, what I kind of like about them or what they do in this movie is they they sequester. Um, the t two lead humans, Tom and, and Maddie, who take Sonic in in the first movie, they kind of sequester them uh, away from the main plot and then wrap them in towards, like, the back half of the end. So we just get to have, like, a good spend a good bit of time of Sonic and Tails versus Knuckles and Eggman going after the Master Emerald like it's some fucking Indiana Jones chase. And yeah, I'm that's great. That's it. exactly what I want. As it, yeah, it's perfect. And then when they come back, when they come back and they loop in this really fun, like weird side plot um, about this wedding that they get sequestered off to, there's some shit there that gets really fucking funny and has no right <laughs> being in a fucking Sonic movie. But it's fucking good, good ass funny shit. And all the fan service is fucking great. Dude, they go. Miles. Miles. They go to Labyrinth Zone, and it's portrayed in the film as an actual Greek myth labyrinth, like Pan's shit, you know? First of all, Pan's Labyrinth is not a Greek mythos, I don't think, right? I think that's just a film. No, no, Pan's Labyrinth is from uh, Greek myth, I'm pretty sure, right? I, I thought it was just called the Minotaur's Labyrinth, but that would make sense. No, the Minotaur is... guards the labyrinth. Hold on, I gotta look this up. Okay, I, okay. Let me okay. look this up because Pan's Labyrinth is a Guillermo del Toro movie, as but well. it's probably named after the Greek myth. Yes, it it is from Greek mythology. Pan's Labyrinth, specifically okay, cool. Pan's yeah, so Labyrinth. You're you're talking about like the 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 labyrinth that's constantly shifting, full of traps and tricks. Yeah, things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's one of the, like again, it's like an Indiana Jones dungeon, but it's also is a it all big -ass purple maze. and like marbled and shit like that? Well, it looks like Labyrinth Zone from Sonic One. Uh, right. The, yeah. Well, that's the, what I'm asking. Yeah, that go. Yeah, sort of that golden brown with all the owl and statue faces and everything. It, it's fucking good, dude. It's it's good, and then um. Spoilers, by the way, the only t one thing that you can get spoiled off of this movie, so skip ahead 15 seconds, uh, Shadow the Hedgehog's coming in the third one they're doing. Ooh, man. Dude, they showed him he looks good. He looks fucking Oh, yeah. Good. Did, he, did he turn to Idris Elba and go, disgusting black creature, get out of my sight? No, he, he's still in the, he's still in the tube. We okay, but, but he's, he's marinating, yeah. he's cooking. Here, so oh, here's, yeah, he's here's the thing. I want to pose a Sonic-related question. By all means. I think that in these politically divisive times, there's a lot of things that people are are divided by, you know, especially in games, you know, politics in games, like, you know, stuff of The Last of Us Part Two, and, and uh, you know, the stuff with, like, Far Cry 5. There's a lot of, like, bipartisan issues in games. Yeah. But I think there is one game that can unite everyone. And it's Shadow the Hedgehog. Because Shadow the Hedgehog is a game where you can kill cops and kill disgusting black creatures. And and this this is something that Mulgar pointed out to me. And I was like, holy shit. Shadow the Hedgehog is the only bipartisan video game ever made. 
There is no other video game that has it has it all. It has you can't you truly can decide which kind of person on the four-way political compass you want to be and there's an ending for you depending on who you are. What other game does that? Sam? See, that's see that's where you had you had me is 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 when you brought up the ending specifically that there's an ending attributed to what pathway you pick on Shadow's political compass test. Um because when you were saying all this stuff initially about you, you know you could either kill cops or kill disgusting black creatures, I was thinking I'm like, well, can't you kill police officers and, and people and NPCs? You think about like GTA, and like GTA, right? but there that's yeah. not really a part of the actual narrative. That's the emergent narrative that happens when you fuck around in free play mode. But there, you are right. There is no story ending. But between the ten endings of Shadow the Hedgehog, there's definitely one. There's at least one Shadow the Hedgehog ending that that gets your political compass axis right. There is at least one. There's one for the anarchists. There's one for the Marxists. There's one for the 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 paleo conservatives. There's one for the neo conservatives. One for the centrists. I mean, like there's a there. I I truly think that Shadow the Hedgehog is the only game that we can play in these trying times. That can unite us. Because otherwise, all the other games are too political one way or the other. This is the one game that, that yes indeed, does have politics. But it's politics your way. It's not politics Neil Druckmann's way. It's not politics Ken Levine's way. It's not politics fucking Yoko Taro's way. It's politics your way. So, okay, so Miles, I have, what I pulled up is a summary of the 10 different endings you can achieve in Shell Hedgehog. So we're going to use our combined 52 IQ points to determine what political ideology this ending is for. So the first, we'll start with Pure Hero, which is a Pure Hero Hero Ending. Which is Shadow helps Sonic defeat the Black Arms. And then there's the pure hero dark ending, which is Shadow defeats Sonic and becomes the most powerful hedgehog in the world. Now this, this is this is tricky because pure hero, this is the bipartisan Shadow and Sonic coming together to defeat a greater threat. I think that this is the true essence of the United States of America in a time of crisis. Good or bad, right or left, commie or cappy, capitalist, <laughs> you all come together to stop the bad guy. The black arm. That's the, um, the black arm, and that's the American way. So so I think that I, I think that this is what we can only call like the I guess this would be a like it's not a centrist ending, but I but I think that this is sort of like the 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 country united kind of ending. the patriotism ending. The patriot, yeah, the patriotism ending. Now, Shadow killing Sonic, defeating the Black Arm, but becoming the strongest hedgehog in the world. 
Yeah. It's, this is tough. Now, here's this the deal. This is tricky. He do, it, it's not, I don't necessarily think he defeats the Black Arms in the Pure Hero Dark ending. He defeats Sonic. They go into the Black Comic, but he defeats Sonic. That's He's the final boss. Sonic and, and the Interesting. Uh, the gun commander. Um, well, so, so the gun commander is a right-wing kind of character, right? I guess that makes Sonic also a right-wing character. So this would be the anarchist's ending. This would be the ending that all the all the Molotov cocktail LARPers want. Okay, where they def- where where he defeats the established. He defeats. Yeah, he he overturns party. the government, over overthrows the established party, and instates himself at the top. Yeah, as as the most powerful hedgehog in the world. Okay, here's the semi-hero endings. There's the hero path of the semi-hero route, which is after defeating Black Doom, Shadow feels remorse and sadness in regards to his creation. Vector tries to cheer him up, but fails. Shadow then assumedly, ass- assumedly commits suicide, if you want to take the names of some of the official story sequences into consideration. So this is the ending where Shadow kills himself. Um, okay. That's the Hillary Clinton ending. <laughs> The the seppuku, Hillary Clinton commits seppuku, semi-hero hero ending. The the semi-hero hero ending is is the 2016 election ending where you you don't visit Wisconsin and you fucking lose. Then there's the semi-hero dark ending, which Shadow defeats Eggman, ordering him to leave his birthplace and spends the rest of his days protecting the Ark. So this is where Shadow fucks off and stays on the Ark. Um, okay, this is this is the the separatist ending. The, these are like the the South will rise again kind of kind of guys. <laughs> the where Confederacy they, they just want, ending. The Confederacy ending. Yes, the Confederacy ending. Then there's the neutral ending. So then there's neutral hero, which is Shadow, under the assumption that he is an android, kills Eggman and takes over his android army. Also, Omega is here. This is the Libright ending. That is the Libright. Where, where Shadow's right. an android. This is that, yeah. and he takes over the the android factory. That's the Libright ending. And then there's Neutral Dark, which is Shadow, under the, also under the assumption he's an android, kills Eggman and declares himself to be more powerful than the original Shadow. Huh. This is tough. This is this but is think, off left workers rise up because he's the That's what I was thinking as well. Rising because, up against the original version. Yeah, he 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 is literally seizing the means of his own production. Becoming a stronger version of the original Shadow, who is his boss and manager. Yeah. <laughs> in this scenario. And he also beheaded his own, uh, his, his, his creator, his, his dictator. Creator. Yes. Yeah. And then there's the semi-dark hero ending, which, which just discla- disclaims, nobody can tell Shadow what to do, so I guess that's the anarchist <laughs> ending. Um, <laughs> no, that's the, uh, that, that, that's the I'm 16 and I want to vote ending. <laughs> <laughs> that's people who don't have a political ideology they just want to vote opposite of their parents yeah and then there's the <laughs> i just i just love no one can tell a shadow what to do then there's the semi-dark dark ending which is shadow defeats sonic and pledges his allegiance to black doom helping him turn the planet into a dark empire see now this i think this is like the the war on terror neoconservative ending yeah, well, this this ain't war on terror. This is join in on the terror. This is this is the 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 fascist Nazi ending, 
where he actually we, pledges could, his allegiance to the Black Doom, Black Arms Army. That goes you could argue. You could argue from the Afghani's perspective that uh, the Afghan. I don't know if that's politically correct. Fuck it. Who cares? I don't like any of you people anyway. <laughs> Fuck the Browns. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hate that football was, team. I hate that line hate of chicken. That. I hate that line of chicken. Browns chicken fucking something Miles, this, that shit sucks, bro. Have you actually ever had Browns chicken? That shit no, no meme. No, I've never had Browns chicken. It's haters. And bro, that shit's a haters. That shit's not what good. What Browns chicken? All right, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Sam. What, what, what has there ever been like a good brown anything besides chocolate? Like as far as like a product goes, you know what I mean? Brown product outside of chocolate. I, yeah, I like mean, what is a good brown thing that tastes good? I like, mean, and I'm talking, I'm talking like a true brown. Okay, you know, like M M&M and M brown. Oh, M M&M and M brown. Okay, so like the the McDonald's chicken McNugget is not brown. What, what about brown, hamburger? What about hamburger? Hamburgers look. Pretty I guess brown. Ham- you know what you're right. Hamburgers, McDonald's brown. I just here's the thing. You think of brown, you think of brown, and you and you just immediately picture something that looks like shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause that's the that's what it is. Yeah, that's it's the like the color. same way when I think of yellow. I'm like, yeah, piss. Like, <laughs> yeah, p- urine, urine. I, I I think even when you reach our age and you reach our level of immaturity, white is just immediately semen. You know, I think that's where we're at in life. Depends on how g- gooey the white substance is in question for me to make me think like that's calm. So what, I don't what just else see do you like, think of when you think of white, though? Well, well, like the color white? Like honestly, when I when I what, what what if I just see like a square of white? Or you know, I think here's the thing. So there's word association because you see the color brown, you probably think of lots and lots of different things, right? Yeah. But you hear the word brown. I think shit. And it's just that that bl- that plosive b, just like oh yeah, that b. Just you you just think of shit, right? Yeah. Or or you 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 hear the word yellow, you know? Yeah. And you just immediately think of urine of some kind. Of some no, kind. I think there's only one kind urine. of urine. Well, no, there's yeah. multiple kinds of urine. There's dehydrated urine, and then there's urine when, you're, when you've when you actually had enough water in your system, and it comes out there's clear. There's clear urine, yeah. There's clear urine. And then you could you could also pee blood, but, you, I mean, obviously something's wrong if that's happening. You, you don't want to pee blood. You don't want you don't want blood ever coming out of your anything, all right? No. You don't want that. Uh, Yeah, but, but when you just hear the word white, you just think of sperm. <laughs> I think you do. You know what? It's probably it's probably because I'm a fucking coomer. I'm Derek Coomer. Yeah, you know? yeah, Derek. Derek I, I, coomer. I'm, I'm talking like I'm I'm calling myself a coomer as if I was the only one. By the way, the only one in the world to finish No Nut November this. Oh week. yeah, the we're still we're still talking about that. Planet. We're still talking about that. Yeah, this is that that's the uh, <laughs> that's that's the true abstinent dark ending. <laughs> I made it through. Shadow makes it through No Nut November, but immediately realizes that he drained his bank account on other vices in order to replace the pleasure of orgasming. Shadow presumably commits suicide. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't remember, by the way, this suicide ending of uh, of the game. 
Um, that that might just be a fan theory. We don't know if he actually commits suicide. It says it says assumedly, so they wouldn't show it. Of course they would. It's an yeah, E10 well, game, not. but people have killed themselves in E10 games. Have killed themselves. I'm sure. I'm sure there's someone who's killed themselves in an E10 game, even if it's just by subtext. Possibly. But I don't know, dude. That seems like that shit would push you over to the T range. It would d- depend on how you have to do it. You it know? would depend. It would really depend on on how you did it. Yeah. Now, see, now I want Death Stranding. Because I know th- there's a there's a suicide ending. in this game Fire has Emblem Three Houses, but that's T rated game. Isn't I'm there like, no also more. a suicide? No more. Fire I, 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 it's like the end of Citizen Kane where you prob, stand up and I, clap. I you know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm just like that's it. I'm done. This was this was great. The ending was exactly what I wanted, which never happens, by the way. Every ending I've ever experienced sucks. I've hated every ending ever. This this is a genuine question. What are the only good endings? Like like what are endings that you were like actually, yeah, that's how I wanted that to to go. Toy Story 3. Oh yeah, that yeah, thank God there's not a fourth f- fucking film, right? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, does that does that disqualify it then? No. Yes, I think it does. Okay. I actually I do think it does disqualify it. Okay. Which sucks cuz that ending is like perfect. Okay. So it's got to be like an end to like the saga, saga. Like I, the I, end I, end end end. Now the thing is, I think it can be the end 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 as we know it because I'm going to put chainsaw man down. As an option. But but part two is going to continue Denji's story. I know, but I said the end as we know it. Right now. Yeah. So right now. It, it's a good... It, okay, so Chainsaw Man is one of the good endings until part two comes out to where it will be immediately removed from that list. Yes, <laughs> yes where it will immediately be removed from that list. And ideally, I can be back on the list when Chainsaw Man part two is the, the last one. Yeah. Which it probably won't be, but I'm... I'm I gotta be honest, I'm kind of fine with the idea of Chainsaw Man being JoJo. I'm kind of fine with I, it. I, I don't even... Chainsaw Man Part 2 is just so, so fun. Like, that idea is so funny because it's like, what the fuck? It's what? so funny because the first story is perfect. Like, as is. Like, what do you do What the next? fuck do you mean, end of Part 1? What do you mean? What does Fujimoto mean by end of Part 1? Like... It would be really funny if... Uh, there is a trailer for Part 2. And it's just, it's just like a generic, like, one of those just, like, manga panels that are recolored and edited really quickly. So it tells you nothing about what's going to happen in part two. It's just one of those, like, hey, don't forget, we're doing it. But it would be really funny if part two just never happened. <laughs> it was just, like, a, a meme? It was a bit? Yeah, it was just a fucking joke that, that Fujimoto played on us. And he just keeps going like, yeah, we're working on it. And it just never comes out. And he's not actually doing it. <laughs> so it's like the sixth Game of Thrones book. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where, where George R. R. Martin is not doing it. He's too busy fucking doing nothing on Elden Ring. I, I find Elden Ring really funny. Because, like, you, you just know George R. R. Martin didn't do anything on it. I, my, thing, my thing is this. I think George R.R. Martin did what he said he did, which was writing the world building, which is not a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, my here, here's what I think happened, because I, I'm a creative person. 
And so I know, like, sometimes you just want to work with someone who fucking energizes you. Like, it, it's, it is sort of similar to, like, how, like, Kojima and Del Toro worked on Silent Hills. Dollars to donuts that Kojima did the vast majority of, of anything to do with the gameplay. I, yeah, I can tell you and Guillermo Del Toro was, was barely, barely involved in that project. Guillermo Del Toro probably had the idea. And he, like, set out the proposal and Kojima just made the game. And, and like, and he kind of had a lot of say in the direction and, and what was going to happen. Like, Del Toro probably had the proposal, had the idea, fucking sent out a manuscript, and that was it. Um, and, and like, uh, but the thing is, like, sometimes, like, Kojima was probably fucking exhausted from working on The Phantom Pain, the most exhausting video game ever to make. So he was probably just like, yeah, I just want to do something with my fucking friend here. Just make something. That's that's just kind of like creatively reinvigorating. I mean, same thing with uh, Shin Godzilla, um, yeah. Hideaki Anno, where he just he made a fucking Godzilla movie in between working on the nineteenth fucking Eva nightmare of his miserable life, where all the fans hated it. Uh, four four was pretty good, I heard. Um, I have a lot of <clears throat> dude. I have a rant. Oh, shocking! Fucking surprising! A rant on fucking Miku's crack house for miles. Oh my god, was there another school shooting? What uh, what news? Um, actually, before I have my rants, I, I want to talk to you about something. Because what, school I have, shootings? No. <laughs> yes, but no. Kind of. Uh, school shootings are often reported on the news. And I now have this, like, affinity for, I think, my favorite, like... So, so we live in a bubble. We live in a gamer sphere, yes. right? Yes, we do. Where, where all of the content that we get is gamer content. Or Twitters are for gamers and for anime people, right? Yeah. And 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 every now and then you you sign out of YouTube and you just see the front page of oh, YouTube. Yeah. And you and realize like how, how yeah, and you realize how how small and in in unrelevant irrelevant your entire world in circle. Yeah, is. your all your interests are because yeah. no one is actually tuning into this shit. They're all watching Jimmy Kimmel clips, apparently. Um. So, but, but I think all of us have like some kind of normie entertainment, something that like we show the fuck up for, even though it, it kind of isn't specific to our tastes where yeah. we're like, I, I think that mine is, I think that people cracking up or fucking up on the news is the funniest fucking thing in the world. And I will just watch just fucking hours of like content of like biggest news flubs or people saying fuck on the news because they they misread something or people getting fucking injured on the news shit like that i watched this one that that like <laughs> this this news anchor reacted to like a police sketch that looked like shit and it and he just like he's like trying his fucking hardest not to, not to just be like is this a joke am i being pranked yeah right now? my uh my my absolute favorite new local news fuck up moment is actually one that happened on one of my local stations in town from a few years ago uh when the fur when one of the local furry conventions got tear gassed uh <laughs> and, and one the the woman was laughing so hard she literally gets up and runs away. She gets up from the from the desk and runs away, and you see her run down the hallway like you could just see her in the frame running away in Dude, laughter. You know, what, you, know what, you know what it might have been? She might have laughed so hard she had to pee. I I mean maybe. I think, I, 
Dude, because I, I have seen, like, I have seen that happen to a lot of people where they're just, like, cackling so hard, they, they like, just suddenly have to pee. <laughs> Damn, I, uh... Well, because la- laughing put presses down on your bladder. I think it's also... I don't know. I think I think it it might be more common in women, but I I don't know. Yeah, it's that's I never knew that. That's that, that's one of the because here's the thing. I was thinking about it. Like pretty much every time that that has happened, it's it's like one of my sisters or one of my you know friends from college who was female. Like, man, bitches gotta go pee, dude. <laughs> B- bitches gotta pee like all the time. Yeah, ain't that the ain't that the truth? Um, all these fucking uterus havers got to take a fucking piss all the time, dude. But uh, uterine havers. <laughs> but you, but you like watching. Uh, um, there was um. TV I, I saw this tweet that <laughs> I saw this tweet that that was literally a fucking clip from South Park. Oh, and that's another thing I gotta talk about actually. Um, where this this like senator was just like, I think that uh you know that a woman is someone who has a womb or a uterus. Like and anyone else is not a woman. And so like the 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 news reporter was like, so if someone has a hysterectomy, they're not a woman anymore, right? And he's just, like, stunned that, like, that, like, his options are say yes or, or say trans rights. Those are his two options. And if I was in his position, I would have just been like, yes. Like, because, like, dude, just, just say it. You're in deep, man. Just say it. Don't be a fucking coward about it. Just just do the Mr. Garrison and just say, yeah. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so I just, I love, I love moments like that. But, um, I, 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 uh, since I started doing this, like, since I started watching these news clips, my recommendations have just changed entirely. And I never realized how aggressively YouTube wants me to not be a gamer. Yeah. And not be interested in, like, anime, because, like, you watch one thing outside of your sphere, and YouTube's like, oh, all of his interests are changed. He doesn't like this anymore. We gotta, we gotta pick it up. We gotta pick it up. Like, so I, I made a joke. I made a joke to a friend of mine who I know watches South Park, uh, or watch South Park. I don't know if they still do. Um, I, I referenced the episode where the internet goes out, and Kyle's solution is to go behind the giant modem, unplug it for a second, and then plug it back in. Um, and so, like, I, I, I linked that clip just because it was relevant and to what we were talking about, and I knew they would, they would find the reference funny. And, like, YouTube was immediately like, oh, you like South, South Park? Park? You want some Family Guy clips? You want some Family Guy? Hey, man, here, here's... Hey, hey, look, guys, look. <laughs> Peter's like Walter White in this episode. He's dressed like Walter White in this episode. Oh, my God, Lois is doing laundry in this one. You should check this one out. Hey, hey, look at this. Stewie roasts all the countries. Like, just... <laughs> Just all these really specific, like, like clearly post good era Family Guy clips just started flooding my recommendations because I watched one South Park clip. Yeah, although I'll, sh- I'll, I'll, I'll let me say this about Family Guy though, because because I too have been getting um, recommended uh, Family Guy clips, although specifically from. Uh, the YouTube shorts, which has been some shit I've completely fell into. Uh, don't, Miles, don't watch this shit because it's a trap. Because you, you start watching it and you can't get out. You, you, it really is the addictive funnel that they, that they warn you about on the fucking news. Uh, like TikTok and the short form ass content. It's just because, because if it sucks, it's so fast to get to something that might not suck. 
So I've ended up watching a lot of Family Guy clips. And I'll say this. I, I can't really tell outside of what, if it's early era, early art style Family Guy where the, the outlines are a little different. I can't really tell what era of Family Guy is. We're like, I can clearly tell with like The Simpsons. Like, oh, yeah. this is good Simpsons, well, or oh, this is not it, Simpsons. But, like, like the, the best eras of Family Guy were, like, the pre-cancellation, in my opinion. When it was, like, kind of, when it was still, like, kind of hand-drawn. Yeah. I think, I think that, that that's great. I, I don't have a problem with the later seasons, but they, they rely a little too much on, like, references and, like, meme humor and shit like that. Yeah. I, um, I, I remember growing did, up, did I fucking love Family Guy, dude. Oh yeah, no. I think I think anyone who was a boy and twelve liked Family Guy because it was just easy to quote, and all the characters were really easy to impersonate. It's like when you're a child and everyone likes Stitch because his voice is easy to do. Yeah, just one one of those characters, or like everyone likes Kenny because Kenny's voice is easy to do. Well, I like Kenny because he he's a he's a archetype of character I like, which is the ca- character that doesn't say anything. <laughs> also, Kenny's. The best character in the show. I, I've always loved Kenny because he's, like, actually a hero and, like, a decent person among these kids. And also he's, he's a, like, a coomer like me. Uh, like, he loves getting off. And I'm, like, based. Same. Uh, but, like, every, every episode where Kenny is the main character, like, it involves him, like, saving another human being's life. Or, like, solving a problem that, like, no one else can while he's just not speaking. And it's, like, the most compelling shit ever. Yeah, if, uh... But to answer your earlier question, though, about, like, normie entertainment that I love... Oh, dude, Bar Rescue clips. That Yeah, well, we know we know what you love of Bar Rescue from our least viewed episode of the series. <laughs> Is that true? I actually don't know. I have not looked at our numbers. They're not great. That's all I know. Yes. <laughs> Dude, where when are we gonna get when are we gonna get uh, the Hatsune Miku Crack House just stop like three hour long video called like Hatsune Miku's Crack House podcast in decline? And it's yeah, just Hatsune like Hatsune Miku's Crack House fell off. <laughs> yeah. And it's some three three and a half hour video essay. <laughs> yeah, it's like Miku's Crack House used to be uh enjoyable because of the 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 whining antics of the two hosts, Miles J and Sam Kingma. In particular, Sam Kingma's knowledge of early two thousands media really connected with the audience, which mostly you know was a, was amassed of twenty five to twenty six year old individuals. Miles, meanwhile, had a very entertaining way of complaining about some of the most obscure media you could think of, just like like just just going over complete like trash that we just said and then it's like around episode 86 crack home and garden television it was clear that the boys were running out of things to talk about (laughs) it's like and it's like and this is the moment where the where the fans call this like the shit era or some bullshit like this is this is often known as the as the detox era where many crackheads, as they said, officially quit the stuff. We're, we're, many, we're many fans, crackheads, as they're known in the community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> many said they would not be returning for a second hit anytime soon. No, unfortunately not. Def- oh, tragic. Truly tragic. Yeah, but I did have one rant that's somehow going to be 90 
fucking hours of this episode. You know, we're in the last, we're in the home stretch, and we should just end it because <laughs> fuck. Um, no, I want to hear this rant. Okay, Sam, I, I, uh, I, I'm done. I'm done with anime people as you are. Yeah, but I think more than anything else, I actually think I'm done with every American who has ever seen an anime in their life. Damn, that's a lot. Of and is on miles. Twitter. That's everyone, Sam. Because because I I went down a fucking rabbit hole. I went down a rabbit hole because because I remember in 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 you know when I was living in Los Angeles, uh, Epstein's the president. Um, when I was living in Los Angeles, I all of my friends were like, yeah, I don't read Attack on Titan anymore because it's imperialist propaganda and and the and the guy's a nationalist, right? You know. Yeah. And I was like, okay, sure. Uh, and and like. W- Whatever. I don't watch or read Attack on Titan. I might have to, apparently. Apparently it's it's really fucking good, but, like, everyone I knew was like, yeah, it's nationalist crap, and no one likes it. Everyone hates it. And then I find out <laughs> that's not true, and no one thinks that, and it's, like, just this very specific subset of, like, of, like, Western, Western, like, really perpetually online and very optic focused viewers yeah there's definitely don't want to be associated with with something written by a japanese nationalist where he is a japanese nationalist and it's not in his work it is just him and so, like, I went down this like rabbit hole of like all these like canceled mangaka who like I saw, I think, one of the most infuriating posts of my entire fucking life. I actually, I, I actually wanted to fucking kill whoever made this post. Like, I truly felt, I felt disgust. And, like, I'm not even being hyperbo- hyperbolic or funny. I was, dis- I was genuinely, like, you're a sick human being for doing this. Where, when, um, Kentaro Miura died, there was just this post that was, like, Kentaro Miura was a lollycon. He defended lollycons. If you're sad about, uh, about the death of Miura, you're sad about the death of a pedophile. Buying and supporting Berserk is supporting pedophilia. And then they said, hashtag, thank you, Miura, hashtag Berserk. Because they wanted people to see People see it, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I was genuinely, like, you should fucking, you should actually consider deleting your account. And going to a fucking house in the mountains and getting offline because you're disgusting and I hate you. Like I had the mo- I I was genuinely like, like this is vile. It is actually fucking vile to use the platform and hashtag this way. How terrible can you be? How much can you want the clout that badly? It's so and, and so. Yeah. I I did a little research and it seems like basically Kentaro Miura was very interested in, um, not very interested, uh, he was, he was very, um, opposed to a law that was intending to make lollycon illegal because he felt that it was, uh, against, uh, free speech in general. And so he made, like, this kind of, like, abstract comic that kind of demonstrated, like, his opinion on lollycon, which was essentially that, that lollycon is, is, I couldn't really decipher it. It seemed to be, like, lollycon... Lollicon is is this was a Japanese this was this a comic in Japanese porn. yeah it was like completely in Japanese and it was like de- it was like it was fucking composed like it was just this really dense panel like with just a hundred figures in it yeah and and I what I think it was was the bureaucracy of Japan was trying to get past a line of lollicons to get to children that's kind of what I was looking at I think. So it was either supposed to be like ugly bastards are are 
being pr- protected from children by Lollicon, or or no, the other way around. Children are being protected by Lollicon art from ugly bastards, or the Japanese government is trying to reach these children and Lollicon is stopping them. I I could not understand the image, but it was a political cartoon. Yeah, right. We do this shit all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, this shit's nothing new. This shit is nothing new, and he's allowed to express that fucking opinion. And like, and and this was all that I saw. And and then like, but I went down this rabbit hole because I was speaking to a friend about Attack on Titan, right? And they brought up this imperialist thing. And then they also said, "Oh, I'm working on a story that's inspired by Dark Souls and and Elden Ring." And I was like, "Oh." You should read Berserk. And I, I was saying this because he wanted to make a comic. Yeah. And and if you want to see how a dark fantasy plays out, it's great to be inspired by a video game, but you should read something in your medium. It will help you to understand how you can use your medium. And he was like, yeah, but I heard that uh, that the guy who wrote Berserk is a pedo. And I was like, what the fuck? Where'd you hear this? So I did my research and, and there was only one post on the internet. And it was from this one person. And that was it. And then it turns out that what he was talking about was, he said, oh, apparently he drew, like, a scene in Berserk of a, of a child, you know, having sex. And I was like, oh, are you talking about the horrible, horrible scene where an adult man rapes a nine-year-old guts and it's the worst day of his life and it's depicted as a moment that ruins him as a human being forever and it's shot from behind so you don't actually see any penetration? That's the most horrible, horrible yeah, well, rape I've ever also, seen. Also, like... Uh, why? Uh, real quick, like people are and people are also talking about same thing. What people are like with Attack on Titan being nationalist? Who? Why is it that fucking fictional media? Like, who's to say that it's presenting nationalist ideas and necessarily in a positive way? Even. Yeah, exactly. That's like, that's like the point. Like, like it, that's not even like a, a thing. It's like the the character like, of Aaron literally is the worst character ever. Like, he, he is an irredeemable, awful human being, and he knows that. And that's, like, literally his entire story, is that is that he has become self-aware that he's a monster, and he's in too deep, and he's not gonna stop. And, and like, that's the story. If it's, if it's imperialist, and, and they're saying that because the main character is imperialist, the main character has become the villain of the story! Yeah, exactly, or it's, like, all, like... Or it's like when people bitch and moan about Mushoku Tensei because they don't like how the main character, like, is like a pedo. It's like, he's not supposed to be, like, this good dude. It's not like, like, he's not this, like... He's not a good person. Yeah, he, yeah, you're not really supposed to... I, I definitely remember this as well with, um, uh, what, the, the girl who's, like, the lolly who's, like, a a Nazi reincarnated. Uh, Oh, um, Tanya, the evil. Tanya, yeah, Tanya the Evil. Her, it's in her name! Um, it's in the name! Fucking Tanya, the saga of Tanya the Evil! Yeah, we're, we're She's people evil. Like, like, if you read this, you're a Nazi. It's like, no, if I read this, I'm interested in the story, uh, in, the, in the speculative fiction of what would happen if a Nazi was reincarnated in, in a fantasy world that did not have Nazis in them. Like, how would that ideology carry over to a new world? That's interesting. That's an interesting thought experiment. I would love to read that and experience. Yeah, that. or like, or like when I read, or like I watched uh, "The Wind Rises," the uh, Studio Ghibli movie from 2014, I think. 
Yeah, like last it, year, it, Miyazaki's last film. Yeah, and people were like, and people were like up in arms about that too because it technically, because technically the movie follows the people making planes for the Japanese army and the Nazis in World War Two. It's like that's what the fucking film is about. Because the film is made by a fucking Japanese guy. So, right, so they, can I, what? Can they just not make anything about fucking? World War Two war movies because you don't you don't like what fucking because they side lost. they fell on yeah. like yeah because I, they lost and and because they were the losers of history they're not allowed to acknowledge their history exactly in any way. yeah or or, or 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 and even if you watch the movie the movie's like literally about the dichotomy of like of building planes for the like the the beauty and freedom of of flight versus the sort of um you know traumatizing awful uses for of, of war and for violence like that's people the whole... got in those planes to die like that was that was a big thing like, you know, kamikaze bombers were a thing people literally would step into those cockpits to die yeah that, that's the dichotomy of it it's like you know it's this is this is the fucking it's just i, I just People are. Do you know what I've just realized? You know what I've done in my personal life, Miles, is anytime I see a take on Twitter, I just say that's just not not, not a reflection of reality. I just say that now. I just because I know because it's, it's true ninety nine percent of the time. But people but who are talking shit about problem. Twitter, it's just not real. But here's the problem: is that I I can't believe that in good consciousness because I knew many, 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 many people who that was the, a reflection of their understanding of real life. And that was, like, for a while, all that I had as a social circle. And it's fucking creepy. It's fucking creepy, man. Like, to, to be to be in, like, a room with these, like, terminally online people. And you would know, Sam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, it's, uh, and Halo 4 is sus, my guy. It is That's sus. It, 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 it is, Halo 4 is really, really sus. That is, that is for sure. But, yeah, I just... Where, where you're just in this room with, like, with just these people where you're like, oh, my God, get off the internet. It's actually yeah, hurting. It's it's almost like you. I just but that's the thing is like I've lived long enough now to know that it's like oh I went outside, like I actually went outside. I saw what the actual world looks like, and whatever whatever you guys are talking about is a bunch of just nonsense. And that's a lot of things yeah. online, especially on Twitter. It's just a lot of nonsense about bullshit that really doesn't matter and 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 is not relevant in at all in your day to day. And we all get too worked up about it. And Twitter really is just like just people trying to i remember seeing this this statistic that like you know harassment torment bullying all that in the military went down the moment that they had like 5g and 3g networks like operate on site because people could be on their fucking phones and they weren't bored and they didn't need to cause trouble because they were bored like boredom is the leading cause of pretty much every kind of trouble on the fucking planet unrest boredom like so there are people who will just go on twitter and just start shit because they're bored yeah and and that's their whole thing is like they have nothing else to do but get on twitter and like try and deplatform a dead man who never did anything wrong yeah and that's the thing too is what i what i love too is it's like it it, is that their targets are always random they're like when you really break it down there really is no no rhyme or reason and it's like and what i've come to just realize is there are suda 51 was right there are no more heroes you know there every everyone's got a skeleton in their closet nobody's perfect and by today's twitter standards everyone's a fucking failure and should be canceled uh and it's all and it's only a select few who who get 
who get shown who get who quote unquote shine above the rest and and yeah, actually it's, get it's talked Keanu about. Keanu Reeves, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, like just and it's always like these like actors, you know what I mean? Like these like like milk toast white male actors who have oh John Boyega who's not white or male. Well, he's male. <laughs> John Boyega who is not white. He might. I hope I hope John Boyega comes out as non-binary tonight, so that I'm not wrong. <laughs> that would be really. Hey, John, I know you're a fan. Please help a homie out. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we also hate Star Wars. All right, we're on your side. Yeah. God, that shit's so funny to me. That he uh, just like despises Star Wars it, now. Well, it, it's it's funny and also kind of sad because you read shit like articles and interviews with him in like 2014 and 15, where he talks about. Force Awakens oh, yeah. in the pre-production stage and is someone who is clearly someone who clearly was ecstatic and wanted to be here for these fucking films, you know? Like, someone who actually did give a shit about Star Wars and, like, was a genuine fucking big fan and really, really cared about this shit and wanted to do a good job. And we could have followed him, but no. No, we gotta follow... We gotta follow white British lady. I think I, think I ranted about this on the podcast, too. Where I was like, is there just not, like, an Irish woman in space? Like, just a different accent for us to follow? It's, it's always these fucking white British ladies. Like, where, where's, where are the fucking, like, it- Italian, you know, people with, like, heavy Italian accents? Where, where's the French woman in space? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is there not someone with just a nice Irish accent for me to follow? I, I mean, my thing is, this is just, like... It's space. Shouldn't people be talking in, like, not Earth accents, period? Shouldn't be people talking, like, you know, whatever the fuck <laughs> type I, I, of way. I know what I respect. I respect about Nier that they just made up their own fucking language. They just made it up. Yeah. And every song is just nonsense to our ears. But that's the language of, of the year 3500. Exactly. It's like, uh... God, but, uh, Miles, have you ever seen the YouTube video, the classic YouTube video, uh, Beatles 3000? Yes. It just, <laughs> that's what that reminds you of. <laughs> Where it's just, it's just gibberish. Yeah, just, yeah, complete fucking nonsense. <laughs> Where a language has evolved too far. <laughs> the musical scale A through W or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that that's kind of the, the funny thing about like all sci-fi and all all fantasy and shit is like no one would fucking talk like this. Like in Elden Ring, like even even the English in Elden Ring, I was like no one fucking would talk like this. <laughs> yeah, it just like or, or it's like because I was thinking about it. There's a different because you, I was thinking about it like uh listening to a podcast about Destiny 2. And I was like I love solar system stories. And because Miles, there's a difference. There's a difference between space stories and solar system stories. Like Cowboy Bebop is a solar system story, where Star Wars is a space story. Yeah, where there, there's no clear like, there's no clear area that this story takes place. Like, it's not in a specific... Because I know that, like, Star Trek, for example, there are quadrants. That's a you know? space story. That's a space yeah. story. That Star Trek has, like, like literally, like, a map of space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where, where 
there are certain arms of the galaxy, arms of the universe, that, that like, oh, we're in the Delta Quadrant. There are Borgs here. That's just where they are. You know what I mean? That's a space story. Whereas a solar system story, I mean, like, like Star Fox is a solar system story. Yes. We're like, oh shit, we're going back to Zonus. I know all about Zonus. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it's like, yeah, it's Fourth like planet the- from Venom. Yeah, because because to me, a solar a solar system story is the same idea and concept behind like Earth, except to them, Earth, their different continents are these different planets that they can visit. But everything yeah. outside of this, so, that solar system's irrelevant. Not we're not going to. Oh yeah, um, Outer Wilds is also yeah. like this. The Ratchet, the early Ratchet games are also like this. Um, they're based yeah, on a solar system. There's one, yeah. There's one solar system, and, and that's that. The Spiral games also kind of count. Yeah, yeah. Th- they're, kind that's of. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. Because, it's like so. Spiral. Th- there's dimensional elements to like Spiral. Like Spiral Two takes place in a different dimension from Spiral One. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, Glimmer. Or that's just the first yeah. stage, right? It's just Glimmer. It, uh, no, I think Glimmer is the... Glimmer might be the name of the entire no, land. Oh, oh Glimmer, I think, is the name to the entire land. The first level is called Gateway to Glimmer. So Gateway to Glimmer, yeah. 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 Anyways, if you want to be a true crackhead, if you want to get some Glimmer, <laughs> you can go on our fucking Discord, get some, get some gems... Buy a pay, kangaroo. Pay, yeah, pay up to money bags. Yeah, <laughs> climb you know, I, ladders. Actually, hold on. Uh, let's. I'm gonna delay. I'm gonna delay the show for one more second <laughs> cool. to just talk about to just talk about how Spyro Three is the funniest game ever because it it literally Spyro Three literally is like a late season Simpsons episode where where or like or like season ten of the Fairly Odd Parents where. Oh, there's a dog now. Oh, Timmy's got to share his fairies with some girl. Dude, this is such a mean comparison. Don't be so mean to Spyro 3 calling it season 10 of Fairly Odd Parents. But but uh, you know what I mean? We're like, we're, it's just like, oh, oh, we're really like just throwing any idea we have in here. Yeah. It's, I mean, my thing is this. I like the early 3D Sonic games. So I, I'm pro... I'm pro. Oh, let's fu- let's fucking switch it up gameplay wise. I'm down to. I, I think here's the thing. I think there is a difference between like early like 3D Sonic, where like there is some real cohesiveness to to Sonic, like Sonic in Station Square. Like the, you know, okay, elements of mysticism have been introduced with Knuckles already. Elements of contemporary you know civilization have been introduced with Sonic CD. These are all familiar territory for Sonic. The world of Mobius. Yeah. It's all familiar territory. We're like, like, oh, I guess there's just a talking monkey from space now. His name is Agent 13. And he uses a ray gun. Yeah, he plays like early Ratchet and Clank. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, it's a first person shooter, isn't it? It's it's like third person. It is third person. Or like there's Sergeant Penguin. Where where he doesn't even have like a punny name or anything. Like you, you you look at like Crash Bandicoot, right? And Crash Bandicoot's got a lot of crazy bullshit in Warped. But Warped is a time travel game. Yeah. You know, and and for the most part, Warped is still relatively cohesive. And okay, our villains are chimeras and and altered mutated animals. And they've always been uh, mutated animals, though. Yeah, they, and and exactly, and that's that's what it is. 
So even though we're not on a you know on an island jungle, yeah, setting. I, yeah. And for the record, by the way, my Sonic comparison was more so in the realm of I don't mind different changes in the gameplay department. Oh yeah, no, um, I had no issue with. I'm not, I'm not talking about the gameplay. I'm talking about but, just but, like but the, like the kitschiness. But, but I'm with you with the sense that where it's like because in my again I'm a Sonic fan, so there's definitely bias here. But Sonic has a lot of friends and a lot of tertiary characters, but they all y'all throw them together, and it's like okay. Like, nothing yeah. too weird about this. Whereas, you throw the Spyro 3 cast together, especially compared to, like, Spyro's friends from Spyro 2, and you're like, whoa. What Spyro, happened? Spyro 2, like, Spyro 2 is still so inspired by mythology. Yeah. Like, um, you know, his 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 furry friend, whatever her name is, the one everyone wants to rail. Fauna. Um, yeah, she, Fauna she's, a, you know, she's a, a, a satyr, right? Yeah. Um, she's a goat lady. And then Hunter, the cheetah, like, there's, um... I learned this from Shin Megami Tensei. There, there's um, Osa, I think his name is, or Oso, where th- there's just this like leopard humanoid guy, and I, I guess Greek mythology or something. I don't fucking know. He's probably Greek, Egyptian. Who gives a shit? Probably Greek. I don't fucking care. Where, or like that's just a mythological character. Is is just this human cheetah, a little cheetah man. Ew, cats. A, I'm just thinking of cats. Man. Oh man, Cheetah Man! Oh dude, dude, dude! Cheetah. What are the what's? We'll end the episode of this, Miles. Over under Cheetah Man revival next five years, and, and now I'm saying like indie game reboot anything, yeah. and it doesn't even have to be good. Yeah, it just has to be Cheetah Man, Cheetah Man three, <sighs> or Cheetah Man reboot next five I, years. You know, I'm actually I'm going to abstain from answering that, and here's why. <laughs> Because a Cheetah Man reboot is entirely dependent on if Donkey finds it funny. If Donkey finds Cheetah Man funny, he will meme it back to life. And only Donkey. Because that's can what do happened this. with Bubsy and Jontron, and I think that Donkey is the new Jontron. Y- as yes. far as like as far as like the the, the Jontron audience is probably watching Donkey and He's kind of like acknowledged as as you know as this like funny man that that even industry people follow. Damn, because JonTron, you know, he was if you're, industry people too. If you okay, if you specifically put your money on if all right, let's let's slightly fix the question. What's the over under on Donkey doing a Cheetah Man video in the next? How about two years? Next two years under. I think I think it's I think we're going way under. It's not going to be in the next two years. Uh, yeah, because I got to be honest. I don't. He don't really cover NES games like that, so I don't yeah. see Donkey doing a Cheetah Man. I, video. I I genuinely think the earliest game that he has covered is Ocarina of Time. <laughs> like he made a, an Ocarina of Time video. It's a good video. Has he made a Super um, Mario Brothers two video? I know he always jokes about that game, but has he ever um, gotten around to make know. a video? The thing is, I'm not really. I don't really like Donkey that much. I don't. I just don't find him funny, really. I don't think he's just, like... I don't have, like, a hatred of him the way that I do, like... Everyone else? Like, yeah, everyone else who's ever made a video ever. King K, you know? Like, oh, know dude! A... Dude, King K, our 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 guy, one of my rogues. One of, you know, one what, of if, the... what if we got King K... Could we get King K on this show, even though we dunk on him all the time? I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's a cool di- guy. Maybe he thinks it's sick that he we is. dunk on him. Uh, he, he is. He's, he's a nice guy. He made a... Uh, Oh, he made a fucking video uh, 10 days ago titled Why I Can't Play Elden Ring. And I'm like, y- you would make this fucking video to make to make me upset. 
Uh, Dirt you. As Miles hasn't already done enough with his first week of Elden Ring talk. Oh, dude, they're all coming out of the woodwork now. It's that time. It's that time now where like five, six weeks have passed. And it's why I can't play Elden Ring. My guy Ren's review dropped the video. Why Elden Ring is simply too big. It's like, ah, damn. Here we Joseph Anderson dropped the fucking Elden Ring video that I saw him. Apparently he made bitches and moans. It's fucking too hard that he can't play Melee anymore, so he's mad. And doesn't like the game, and um, I, I, you know what I will say? I think I think that I think that Elden Ring is is proof that like Miyazaki needs to come up with a new game system because there's just like as great as as like the character building in this is, they just have no new ideas for enemies. They the only ideas that they have for enemies are like weird attack patterns. There's just there's just and and what do you do? You know, like really, what do you do with this with this like? game where the only interfacing is combat because like even zelda you know stale as zelda combat is and stale as that element is like zelda is just a series of like items and puzzles that's what a lot of people that's what kept the series you know fresh to a lot of people and it still ran thin like by skyward sword everyone was like all right we're done what do you got next and like breath of the wild came out and it was a fucking entirely different video game I, I do think that, that whatever Miyazaki does next, it cannot be Dark Souls. Because I I I think that Elden Ring is kinda it, you know? It's 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 an open world Dark Souls. Yeah, I, I mean I'll say this Souls games. Elden Ring two is definitely happening. It's definitely happening. Yes. The game is simply too successful. Uh to not to not get a uh, to not get a sequel in the next like four or five years. Um Yeah. And I, and I gotta be honest, I'm kind of looking forward to a sequel, I think. I think it'll be good. I think a, a, a sequel to be uh, to Elder... I'd like, I would like to see them... T- because I feel yeah, like... There, there's room to expand on this open world, is, the, is what I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. And I think... And there is also some room, I think, to diversify with the, the enemies a bit more. Specifically how the enemies go about like attacking you. Um, I, the the big thing is I don't know what they can do at this point because every enemy really is just like, what's the weirdest possible attack pattern we can conceive of? That's how that guy fights. Yeah, or like because and Miyazaki's talked about this in in interviews and stuff. Like he likes to design his levels by like what is the funniest and or most interesting way I can kill someone in this room. And, yeah. and and that's and that's sort of how the the a lot of the game is designed is designed for when shit happens and you die you like either scoff or laugh at it or you just go oh well come on what the fuck and then uh, get back in yeah it. like there there is a lot of interesting you know what I will say I also think that whatever they do next it had better fucking use like. It better make some real fucking use of, of something to speed up those load times, dude. I'm telling you. I'm done. I'm well, done waiting oh, for those loading screens. I'll say this. I'll say this. The next wo- loading screens are going to get canceled in like two, three years in video games. Once we officially... Because they're pedophiles. All the loading screens <laughs> are pedophiles. Yeah. <laughs> if you support the existence of loading screens, you support a pedophile. Pedophile. <laughs> um... Because of because the reason why loading is still an issue is because these games are technically being made for HDDs, 
But there's gonna there's just gonna come a point where games are just not made with hard disk drives in mind in like a few years, and then we're gonna get to a point where loading is just a not a not issue. Cause, cause I'm just sitting here like I was replaying Stranger of Paradise over the last week. Uh, by the way, game's still a seven, ascended seven, but still very just great. Um, and uh, and like those restarts are fucking lightning fast compared to Elden Ring. Like I, I specifically remember I died in Elden Ring. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I was just not feeling the game at that time. I, you know, I was, I was I was playing it just to get through it. And I was like, eh, you know what? I'll come back when I'm feeling it. Booted up like Stranger Paradise. I died in Stranger Paradise. And dude, it was like fucking Hotline Miami. I just like, it, just the difference was insane. Even though it kicks you to a loading screen, like the difference in, in like loading in that game is fucking nuts. So I'm, I'm really hoping for Elden Ring 2. That uh, that loading screens are going to get canceled for their t- crimes against children. But yeah. Anyways, that's all I got for the week. Uh, Miles, any last words to the people? Yeah, I was told. Oh, uh, we got a viewer question. Oh, okay. And I, I gotta fish it out. Sorry, we saved this for the end of the week. All right, we save this for the end of the episode. We've tried to end this episode a billion fucking times. Don't worry, I'll cut out something. I'll find something. I'll cut out something. Cut out the part where I was mad again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Hang on. Give me one sec. Yeah, no worries. His discourse being a little slow. I'm going to pull it up on my phone. I'm editing this week, so it's all good. While you're finding this, I'll, I'll I'll tell a little I'll tell a little story. Uh, I watched I saw Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring for the first time ever a couple days ago, Miles. Oh yeah. Uh, and let me just say this movie this this shit's fucking awesome. This shit that is so owns, cool, doesn't it? This shit is Should so. You watch the other one. Oh fuck yeah! Oh fuck yeah! We're actually we're gonna we, we liked Fellowship so much we're gonna back to back Two Towers Return of the King. We're gonna make a whole day out of it. Um, that that's a tough watch if you do the extended cuts, but. Dude, let me just say up front, there is a moment in in Two Towers that, like, actually just makes me fucking cry. It's, like, my favorite movie speech outside of, like, fucking Schindler's List. And, um, and you're gonna see it, and you're just gonna be, like, you're gonna roll your eyes, and you're gonna be, like, Miles fucking would. Miles fucking would. And, and I guarantee you, you are going to, you're gonna see that scene, and you are going to be the only person in the room who is chuckling. Because you're just like, this is it, huh? This is the part. But I just what I what I, I was laughing my fucking ass off watching this movie because I was like there's some I'm like because there would be some scenes that happen where I would just like feel a type I'd like feel away and, and I'm like what what's that feeling I have of like anxiety and there's this moment where the uh, uh, I I forgot his name but it, he's the the dwarf uh, the battle axe Gimli. Uh, Gimli thank you there's this moment uh, where they enter the um, the pit. Where, where the demon, the big-ass hell demon's being held. Where, yes, where, the mines of Moria. Yes, thank you. Where they go into the mines, and there's this scene where, where Gimli just runs through this hallway, and I, and I freak the fuck out, and then I remember I'm not playing Elden Ring, and there's not skeletons 
hiding behind every fucking corner. <laughs> like, I, like, that's where my fucking head was at. Where I'm like, oh, stop! Like, what are you doing running like that? Like... <laughs> It's it's like when you're watching a streamer play a game that you've played already, and you like know they're gonna make a terrible mistake. Um, I saw a clip of uh, of Temi, the Undertale uh, and Deltarune artist. She's playing through Ocarina of Time. Yeah, uh, and, and someone sent me a clip. Um, and like she fought Dark Link, which was the most she so she's what I can only describe as a gremlin gamer, very specific like gender of gamer, where gremlin gamers are basically people who are born to be VTubers. Where, where they're just the kinds of players who do not play like you or I. Where, where if something doesn't work, we just go, alright, that didn't fucking work. Let's try something else. Whereas a gremlin gamer will just be like, alright, I'm gonna keep doing this until it works. And that's how I discovered that Deku Nuts do in fact work on Dark Link. Because the first three or four Deku Nuts she threw down did not work on Dark Link. But god damn it, she kept trying. Not only do they work on Dark Link, you can score multiple hits while Dark Link is stunned by a Deku Nut. You can hit him several times before he gets out of the stun lock. Yeah. And I I was just like I I was genuinely just like dude, I I don't understand how anybody plays like this. Like streamers who just like play like apes. I just I can't fathom being a streamer and just being like, "Yeah, man, I'm just going to go for it while I'm playing like a Souls game." Like I would just there's just what are you doing? You know what I mean? That's how you felt about Gimli. Yeah, Lord where he just sprints through. And then there was another feeling where, like, the party, where, like, halfway we're halfway through the movie, the fellowship actually, you know, becomes created. And they all yeah. go quest off. And then they make it a good distance, and everyone's just fine. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh, I'm like, dude, it's a fu- it's not... They're, it's not Final Fantasy. They're not fighting random encounters every five steps. Like, that's genuinely where my head's at watching this movie, thinking that they're going through all this shit. That's just not what's happening. Yeah, like, th- th- they just walk four hours, and yeah. it's fine. And nothing bad happens. And I also, I also love how uh, how how crooked and, and busted this party comp is, where it's, oh, it, yeah. it's nine you guys. two swordsmen's. <laughs> And, like, one of them dual wields, and the other one's, like, the traditional, like, ranger. Yeah, so, you know, so you have two swordsmen, so you have Prince Aragorn, uh, and then you have uh, the other guy. Yeah. Uh, and then you have Legolas, who's the ranger, and then Gimli, who's your, uh, who's your tanky dwarf, and then, of course, you have Gandalf, who's your wizard, and then four hobbits! (laughs) It's, it's like, um... Dude, the, the hobbits are like are like are like in an RPG when you also have like monsters that you can summon. It's like early Shin Megami Tensei games are like you have four party members and also three demons that you can summon at any time. So the party is just like three men with guns and then like an imp, a bear, and a mermaid. Yeah, and that's your fucking it's, party. It, yeah, it, it's like oh, oh okay, and, and then uh. And, and and I'm like, damn, this team team looking a little looking a little rough right now. But oh, oh, okay, cool. And and also, by the way, two of those hobbits just just stumble into the plot. Like, yeah. if you ever realize that Pippin and the other one, Mary and Pippin, Mar- yeah, Mary and Pippin, Mary and Pippin, that they are they literally just stumble into Samwise and Frodo, and they just stick around. And yep, they have no reason to. 
And then they get and, carried and they become, off at the end of the movie by orcs. They become plot relevant in the second film. They do? No, that's where the whole gang goes. They say Frodo, we can't be with Frodo, dude. Dude, at the end of the movie, when, when, when Gimli's like, the fellowship has failed. I'm like, I, I was so invested. I'm like, what? I'm like, I, 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 dude, if you told me, if I, if you asked me, Sam, what happens at the end of Fellowship of the Ring? I'm like, oh, I don't know. They win. Dude, I didn't know this movie ends. <laughs> like, it's, it's like Infinity War. When I, when I went to see Infinity War, I was like, like, everyone was like, Infinity War is brilliant, dude. You're going to love it. And I was like, yeah, okay. These fucking Marvel stands, like, sure, whatever. And then, like, the snap happens, and I was like, oh, my God, the balls on these guys to actually end it like this. Yeah, that's how, awesome. I, that's how I felt about Fellowship. Where I'm like, dude, I'm like, two of our guys are dead. Two of them just got kidnapped by orcs, and the rest of the party can't even be near the fucking ring. So, <laughs> so everyone's just fucked. Dude, everyone's just fucked. Yeah, no, the, the second and third movie are, are interesting. The third movie's the only fantasy film uh, up to uh, Shape of Water to ever win an Oscar, Damn. a Best Picture. That's wild. Yeah. Also, yeah. all the... Pra- I was told that, like, most of the oh, shit in this movie's practical. Inc- it's insane. Like, yeah, almost all of it's practical. <laughs> insane. Insane. I'm sure... There's probably some CGI, like, but most of it's practical. It's fucking nuts. Damn, even think, no green screens or anything? Like, the, the gates of, like, um... The the city, the big water city with the two statues. Oh yeah, statues that are like yeah. The those are CGI statues. Those are fake. Um, but most of it is like uh, like all the skulls. When all the skulls pour out, those are miniatures. <sighs> That's a miniature skull, dude. Yeah, it's... <gasps> and so what they do is they they had uh the two of them on like a green screen. You know, the, when they're like bopping the skull back and forth, uh, like soccer ball. Yeah. Um. That that that's a cut between a miniature and the actors. In like a in like a smaller kind of thing, and then and then they superimpose the skulls in the background. It's really interesting. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it's such a fucking incredible, incredible fucking film. And I am so excited. Nice. I'm so excited to watch Two Towers and uh, in Return of the King. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in in like in your opinion because Two Towers is probably the weakest one, but it's also got like my favorite scene ever. Yeah. Like at, th- at this point, so so I don't know. I I, I love it. Um, I, I think Fellowship is my favorite one. Though. I just I love the simplicity of it. Yeah, it's just a really fun like hero's journey. I like Frodo. I love yeah, Sam. True. I fucking adore Samwise so much. He's oh Samwise is the best character in the, he, in the dude, series. Dude, he oh, he like saves their ass like so many times. Like if you watch Samwise, like the <laughs> thing about Samwise is he is the hero. Like like it is the story of like. I mean, it's basically the story of, like, of of the unsung hero who, like, yeah, one of them carries the heavy burden, but the other one carries the burden of their friend's emotion and supporting them the whole way. Yeah. It, it Dude, that like, last scene of them like, in the boat is, like, so good. When he oh, fucking yeah. is swimming out to him, it's so good. Which, by the way, was copied in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> With Narancha. Dude, <laughs> you're so fucking right. That Wait, is that scene. Frodo is me. I am Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, what was this question? What was this question that we needed to? All right. Well, the the question. I'm gonna cut the part where we try and end the episode, and we're gonna pretend that we didn't sure. Know. Okay. The question that we got was, uh. 
What class would you and Sam play in D&D and bonus points for what race? So you can't be a fucking human. Okay, what race? Ooh, I want to be an Arganassi. What the fuck? What is that? Uh, an Arganassi? They're like, uh, they're like a creature that, like, can float here. Let me just send you a photo of it. Uh, I'll... Dude, D&D I, I, D &D D &D art is my favorite thing because it looks so stupid. All of it looks stupid. I th I think they they they're like uh they look like elves. They're just like a type of elf. Everything um, fucking looks like an elf. In this. Yeah, that's like a regular Ganassi, but basically there's different uh like types of Ganassi. So you can have, I think there's like fire, earth, and in air and water Ganassi. Air Ganassi. Yeah, because because they can like float and shit. Um, sure. as for, I mean, my thing is this, Miles, if we, if it's, if we have a party and it's just you and I, we got to make sure that we pick two good classes. Cause you know, if, here's the thing. Cause that's the, cause if we, if we start a party and it's a thief and a bard, you know, no, we're not going to get very far. Well, well, you know me, I'm the monk. I'm always the fucking monk. Okay. And I'm, I'm obviously, I'm casting some fucking spells, Sam. I'm 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 casting spells as as a monk. So you're so, I'm, so I'm you're a you're a jujitsu master. So yeah, you, I'm a jujitsu master. I'm the uh, I'm I'm the um the fucking tyrant. That's what I am. The fucking stranger paradise tyrant. You make your hands glow on glow fire. Put, yeah. Make your hands glow. Make your hands be water. <laughs> fucking awesome dude what a fucking amazing class i would want to i really like the sorcerer in DD &D because the sorcerer casts spells off of their charisma stat which i find so you to be, be really fun you want to be a charming kind of wizard. i like uh, yeah that's why because the difference is is that in DD, &D, wizards are characters that have access to an entire literal book's worth of spells that they yeah. in that they put on their character in between rest points. Whereas a sorcerer, they know what they know, and that's it. But they can cast it at the end. Of, uh, they can cast it whenever because their their spells are powered by their words, aka the charisma stat. Um, yeah, which is awesome. Which is brilliant. Yeah. So so they just they just say shit and magic happens. Yeah. So I'd like. Um, to play, so I would like to play a like an air ganassi sorcerer, um, and then you're a monk. It would be funny. I would be a fucking halfling monk, just the tiniest monk you've ever seen. So like, I'm like an ankle biter monk. You know what I mean? Because because let's be honest, Sam. I have manlit energy. Yeah, definitely. I truly, I truly have manlit energy. I was really hoping you wouldn't agree with that, but I knew you would. Uh. I have manlet energy, I really do. Where I'm just constantly angry, uh, and and my 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 man's got five that five seven energy that five seven Dude, energy. Dude, I truly I truly have Nintendo protagonist height energy. <laughs> where every Nintendo protagonist is five seven with two exceptions, uh, Marth or three exceptions. Marth is five eight. <laughs> Rex from Xenoblade Chronicles two is four eleven, and Roy is five three. Everyone else is five seven. Oh, and Mario, but Mario doesn't care. Oh come on! There. Oh, what about uh, what about Samus? Samus is six three, but she's a fucking woman. But you, but, but it's, but you said protagonist. You didn't specify male but I or said, female. But it, but it was, it was implied manlit though, right? 
I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I guess. I, I'm just saying that, like, as Samus is a Nintendo protagonist who's not five seven. You know what? You you are right about that. You are right. When I said Nintendo protagonist, I needed to specifically state. I mean, their manlit protagonist. Their their menagerie of manlets, which I guess is the name of the episode now. I mean, what? All right, hold on, hold on. What about Mike Jones? Mike Jones from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. How how tall is he? He's got to be five seven. I, he's I, a child. That's the big thing. I'm just Mike trying Jones, to think about. I'm just trying to think about Smash Brothers right now. And what are some characters yeah. in Smash that are definitely above five seven? Um, I can look. So Mike Jones does not have a canonical height. Oh, Mac, uh, Little Mac is also five seven. Very famous. Whoa! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait, whoa! 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 Little Mac is five seven. Yes, that's kind of tall <laughs> for, for for Little Mac for a character named Little Mac. Yeah, I thought he was like four foot eleven. Well, he's four eleven in the NES game where the sprite works for that, but he's reinvented as five seven in the Wii game. Oh, okay, okay. But he's he's four eleven in in the NES game. So I was gonna say, wait a minute, what? What do you mean no, this he, man he is five seven? Little Mac is five seven. Little oh. Mac is 5'7", which is short for a boxer, frankly. Like, the average boxer is, like, 5'10 in that game. Five, like, the shortest boxer in that game is 5'10". Yeah. It's, but I think Glass Joe. Yeah, but even Glass Joe towers over Little Mac. Um, yeah. Because Little Mac's a man Yeah, true. But, uh, well, what about Captain Falcon? That man's at least 6 foot. Captain Falcon's definitely over 6, you know, over 5'7", five, five, for sure. I think Star. I think Fox McCloud is also 5'7". Yeah, Fox McCloud, I, I would understand being 5'7". He's a fox. He can be short. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Obviously, Ness and Lucas, probably, you know, much shorter than 5'7", but they're children. Yeah, there's some characters. Yeah, and, like, Alomar is, like, two inches tall, and uh, yeah. Kirby's a foot um, in diameter. The big thing about this is is also Cloud is 5'7". Now, he's not a Smash... or He's not a, a Nintendo character, but he is a Smash character. Yeah. I can't believe he's 5'7". Oh, he's 5'7". He's the shortest soldier in 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 their little unit. Like, Sephiroth is, I think, 5'11", and Jeel, and Zack. Dude, I don't like that I'm taller than Sephiroth. I don't like that notion or, or idea. He's Japanese. Dude, Hideo Kojima's 5'7". You actually tower over that, man. Dude, part of the reason why I want to go want to want to go to Japan is to actually be, to, be to feel tall. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're really short over there. They're really. I I have been to Japan and like I was I think five five at the time, um, and I I was about as tall as a lot of the adults that I had met. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. And you you met me. I'm not that tall. I'm like five nine. Yeah, I'm no, not, not crazy. But just the fact that like even you were like kind of towering over or like at their level. I was, yeah, I was at, like, the eye level of pretty much everybody. Um, like, you know, any, like, shopkeeper, waiter, you know, person behind <laughs> the counter. Like, I was about as tall as a lot of them. Yeah, so. that's pretty wild. But, uh... Um, I do have one last thing that I, I want to say, because we, we got on the topic of wizards. Yeah. And I, I, uh, I was going back through uh, some of the Harry Potter movies, because, again, my YouTube recommended just went fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, so I got recommended a video that I watched a long time ago that I thought was really funny, which is a comparison of the two Dumbledores, uh, shouting the word silence. And I've sent this to you. Um, 
And and it just like it was one of these moments where I was like, wow, actors are really expensive because in those two clips, you can just see the difference in craft between like Chris Columbus, who is like this like director like of of all these legendary children's films, you know, Home Alone and um, Home Alone two Potter. Yeah, Home Alone 2, yeah. So he did Harry Potter 1 and 2. And then obviously Alfonso Cuaron, who's a real fucking filmmaker, like an Oscar winner, uh, made uh, Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. Right? And then after that, when like Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and and probably not, uh, <laughs> probably not uh, Roy's character, Ron's character. Jesus! <laughs> um, His name's Rupert fuck. something. Rupert Grint. Oh, yes. Rupert Grint. Um, but I'm going to assume Tom Hiddleston. Also, probably a celebrity at this point. Like you could just tell they they swallowed up all the budget. Like as as well as whoever plays Snape. Like they they just swallowed up all the budget because like the cinematography. Alan Rickman plays Snape. Alan Rickman was. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> he's he's kind of a big deal. Well, he really wasn't like huge at the time. Hans Gruber is like a really legendary role, but like he wasn't like a household name per se. No. Um. But I, Snape definitely made Alan Rickman a um, household name for sure. Um, but like, how was it? Yeah. So so basically, you can just see in this clip like how how just they went from like the, these directors and directors of photography and all these things to just like obvious renta directors and like horrible color correcting at all times and just a complete lack of like staging and direction because the the scene where Dumbledore yells silence the first time is like there's all these extras they're running around they're wearing their robes and just you know like it's This it's, is in the first movie, and, right? In Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah, Stone? Yeah, yeah, it's when the troll enters the building. Oh, and, yes. And, yeah, and then the second one is just everyone's just at the tables and it's when they're announcing like the goblet of fire stuff. Uh, and, um, there's just, like, no action in these scenes, but also the performances are really funny, because the second guy who plays Dumbledore is, like, the angriest man I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Um. Did you put in your name in the Goblet of Fire, Dumbledore said calmly. Dumbledore said calmly, and then in the movie he's, like, choking him. Yeah. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Um, but, like, in that first movie when Dumbledore yells, it's kind of, like, it's kind of scary, because he's, like, so calm the whole time. Um, it's not scary, scary, but it's surprising for him. But he goes, SILENCE! And, and, it, and it's this very authoritative, like, confident voice, you know? <laughs> yes. Like, it, it just sounds very, it, it, sound, it sounds very, like, powerful. But then in, in the fourth movie, <laughs> old man Dumbledore's just hobbling. He's got the power stance. He's walking like Wolverine, right? And he and he just goes, and I I really hope I can do justice to this justice to this sound. Silence. <laughs> like he just ascends up and down the Beatles three thousand scale, down from A to W. Silence. Hold on, I'm watching this video real quick. It just called yeah. it just called Dumbledore Yells Silence comparison. I believe the thumbnail has both the scenes like next to each other. Okay, here we go. I'll play the audio here too. Silence! <laughs> it's so funny, isn't it? 
Yeah, it, it... Silence! <laughs> God, I uh, I love Harry Potter. Can't wait for the game. Looks awesome. Um, you yeah. you can cast the killing curse in the game, and that's based as fuck. That is really it. Is really nice to hear that you can cast that. I'm sure I'm sure that there's some karmic system there that's going on, but. If you want to play an evil wizard, you should be allowed to. I just think it's it's cool. It's like oh, cool, okay. Like it's it's oh, they, finally do this yeah. Thing. The game's gonna be cool. Like you know, it's gonna be a cool game. I I like you know what I like about 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 it. I like that it takes place in the eighteen hundreds and we're a metric fuck ton years away from all the Harry Potter shit. Problem with it taking place in the eighteen hundreds. That's the pants pooping era. <laughs> yeah, no bathrooms. Yeah, they didn't invent bathrooms in the fucking <laughs> Wizarding World to the 1800s. So, so there is going to be a mechanic like, uh, like in fucking Far Cry Primal, <laughs> where you can just shit. Yeah, there's a yeah. Oh yeah, it's the peeing mechanic from Death Stranding where you can go and just take a piss. Oh, dude, I, I do have to tell you one thing. Yeah. Before we end the show, that you're gonna love this. In Death Stranding, you know when when you like you alert a BT and the BTs are coming out of the ground, yeah, like you know pushing their arms at you. If you get out of their little tar zone, you can turn around, fucking whip it out, piss on them, and because it counts as one of Sam's bodily fluids, it repels them. So you can kill BTs by peeing on them. That's the that's the application of the pee mechanic. <laughs> wait, you can't. Wait, you're you're telling me the the like the whole reason the peas peeings in the game is to is this defensive mechanism and not just because it's funny that Sam can pee on his on his adventure on his deliveries. And so there's a couple reasons why peeing is in the game. Uh, the first is that it technically is a community element. Players can pee in the same spot as another player, and it will slowly create a holographic mushroom where crypto biotes gather around it. So you can kind of slowly develop, like, a colony of shared urine pools. And in players' worlds, there will just be this big mushroom where they can replenish their crypto bios. And the second thing is that you can pee on BTs to get rid of them. Okay. Because Hideo Kojima doesn't just put a mechanic in his game. It's not like this is this is why like even though he's excessive and his writing is bad like literally every other AAA game ever made this is why I defend him because there is a difference between Red Dead Redemption 2 having like horse balls that swell and that doing nothing and this game having Well a it tells you what the weather something. is sort of sort of I don't think well, that that's incorrect Well if the balls shrivel if the balls shrivel up that means it's cold out in Red Dead Redemption I don't 2. think that's incorrect, and I don't think you are wrong for saying it, but does does cold... Can you, like, die of exposure? Is that, like, a thing? I, I mean, it's Red Dead 2, maybe. <laughs> like... Because if you could die of exposure and you need to know the temperature and you could do that by watching the ball swell, that would be based. <laughs> that would be based. But if that's not the case, uh, then it's just a waste of everyone's time. Yeah, that's a... Like, Hideo Kojima's like, I want the horse to be able to poop. He's like, alright, well, what's it gonna do? When the horse takes a shit, what's it do? Okay, well, Jeep spin out over the, over the, the, the horse apples. Okay, I want Sam to be able to pee. Okay, well, what's that do? 
It kills the BTs. It kills BTs. Game's awesome. That's funny. Next time I get trapped by BTs, I'm going to whip it out and hope for the best. Oh, dude, it it works. It really works. The major thing is you do want to do it when you escape the the little, like, circle of tar that they're in. Because it's it's a smaller kind of localized circle and they can't go out past it. Because the urination animation (laughs) takes... (laughs) It takes a little while to start up. It has a it has a long start up. <laughs> yeah, and it, it is eighty five frames of start up. <laughs> yeah, eighty five frames actually is probably accurate. To be <laughs> honest, it does take a little while. I mean, to be honest, like when you stand at a urinal, you can't just you don't. Oh, just oh, dude, oh, dude, what are, what are your start up frames at the urinal? My start up frames at the urinal are like nine hundred and sixty four. <laughs> you, t- you take like a good thirty. Yeah. <laughs> I think it I think it depends on the hold because I I think that I have like I'm like a my urethra's like a snake's eye where it's got multiple layers, you know what I mean? Like you know, two there's two eyelids. Yeah. It's like my urethra I think has more than one wall, right? So like if I have to really pee, both the walls will just clamp shut and like once I'm at that urinal, oh my god, it dude, it takes some fucking coercion. I need, I need to get the sounding rod out. Yeah, dude, I got... Yeah, no, I can't even... There are just sometimes, especially if, like, a bathroom's really popping with people, I'm like, I can't do this right now. Dude, oh, dude, there's Like, there's, if there's too much night. stimulus, I just can't fucking pee. Like... I think the worst thing is, like, if I really need to pee, but it's, like, a family gathering or, like, a, a social function, going to the bathroom, like, I feel the need to pee, it just won't come out, because, yeah... You know, and then, and then you... But, and then it's like, oh, fuck, people are gonna wonder where I'm at, so you have to fucking leave and just not pee and give up? That That's the thing, like, wh- I I actually, I will genuinely flush the toilet that I have not... not no, same, wash my same, hands. same. Because, because what the fuck else are you gonna do? Yeah, because it's like... It, it, yeah, there's just nothing you can you can fucking do, and then people get on your fucking case. And 15 minutes later, you're like, oh, I'm gonna try again. Like, and and then people get on your case, be like, oh, did you just go it, it to the bathroom? Like, it, it's acceptable if you're drinking because people kind of they're like, oh, seal's broken. He's he's got to take a whiz. Yeah, but if, if you don't have that luxury, yeah, people are always asking questions. Oh but. yeah, no, that's that's my problem is that I don't drink. So, dude, it's a fucking done deal. If people pay attention to where I'm heading to the bathroom, like, oh my god, they're they're gonna fucking know that like. That my urethra. They're gonna they're gonna think you're snorting coke in there. It's like why do you keep going in oh, there? Yeah, yeah. They think I'm. They think I'm doing the nose candy, baby. Yeah, popping Molly. Poppin Dosing meth. I don't fucking. Know. Huffing lean. Is that how you take lean? Yeah, fucking uh uh. We're a show named after recreational drug use, and neither of us know anything about drugs. Yeah, it do be like that sometimes. It do be like that. Yeah. But yeah. uh, You smoke weed, but that doesn't count. That's fake. (laughs) It's fake, yeah. If it's legal, it doesn't count. If it's legal, it's not a drug. It's just just a meme. But yeah, if you want... I got got a dry herb vaporizer, by the way, today. I'm really fucking excited to try it out. Do you um, want to shout out the company that made this vape? Oh, uh, yeah. Shout out X-Max. Shout out X-Max for the X-Max V3 <laughs> Pro um, dry herb vaporizer with two modes of uh, of smoking. There's on-demand and session <laughs> mode. It's like... It's like... You, it's, it's like a Netflix package. Dude, it, dude, this thing straight up has an OLED screen on it. 
<laughs> like, you know, my my fucking Nintendo Switch doesn't have a fucking OLED screen on it. Mine's got the yeah. fucking LCD. My fucking my fucking dry herb vaporizer pen is a better fucking screen. Um, it, it's it's like one of those posts that's like you could buy one PS5 or twenty six copies of Curious George the film yeah. on DVD. Like it's it's like for three hundred dollars you can buy a Nintendo Switch OLED. Or three vape. You can buy yeah, three V I R X Max V three pros. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. For $120 with shipping and handling. <laughs> Dude, fuck. But that is some why is it so funny to shout out this vape company? <laughs> Dude. There are companies that are that have like that are like that do like that sell like glassware paraphernalia and stuff that sponsor YouTubers and I'm like fuck I want that to be me Dude, I want to sponsor honestly, this Crackhouse really does need like de- degenerate sponsors like we need to we need to get sponsored by like Critical Bliss or these, like, uh, uh, Adam and Eve companies. Adam and Eve Adam and Eve yeah. Like we're ne- we're ne- we're never gonna get like the coveted Dollar Shave Club, <laughs> me undies. I want keeps. Can um, we get? I are, 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 keeps fucks. Keeps keeps fucks what, around. What are, what are keeps? Oh, keeps is 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 a hair loss. Uh, is a hair hair loss uh, sponsorship. But they sponsor. Well, has to start going bald. <laughs> we'll do rock paper scissors after the show. Yeah, sounds good. Well, Miles, you have less hair than I do. Do you think I, I could fake? I can fake. <laughs> yeah, you I can, can fake, fake hair loss. I can fake male pattern baldness. Well, hey, you know the best way to prevent hair pattern baldness is to not lose your hair in the first place, and uh, prevent hair loss before it even begins. And that's why you should sign up Keith, to keeps keep by, by using promo code Crackhouse to save fifteen percent off your next uh, next order. See, I was built for this shit, Miles. I was fucking built for this shit. Dude, you really here's the thing, you really would have to be the one to do these promos, because I would just fucking bungle them. <laughs> I would just I would just say some stupid bullshit where I just forget the fucking day with a product. Yeah. You we, we yeah, would we do it now would we do it like how Castle Superbeast does their ad reads where it's like fifteen minutes of the show and they can barely fucking get through the damn fucking ads? Cause because we, we keep fucking we'll keep talking and talking about the bullshit. We'll get to, we'll, we'll say something about the product and get distracted and go on some two minute tangent before getting back to the ad read and it takes like the two whole show. Two minutes is really generous, Sam. That's really generous. <laughs> yeah, we were supposed to end the show an hour ago, but we decided to talk about the the line read of the two Dumbledore <laughs> shouting the same word. Yeah, and getting anxiety watching Lord of the Rings <laughs> because it it reminds you of Elden Ring too much. <laughs> But, yeah, I- I'm done. Uh, goodbye. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want to pipe. Oh my gosh, she got the big ass titty, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is
is so tight I just really wanna pipe Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties She's only five Ay, bitch, I'm bout to fuck this cutie So I whip out my katana And I knock this little bitch out With just one hit like I'm Saitama Why you act like you retarded Like little bitch, I don't want drama I still hit when she says no Don't understand what she don't wanna A Sword fighting with my penis Like I'm in a fucking dojo All these bitches want me Like my name was fucking Jojo Asian penis is too tiny Like it was a no-show Bitch, don't watch your coochie Watch anime with the bros, See, though my motherfucking bitch I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki you on a list Yeah, your sister is my groupie, she take this anime dick Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep Score a bounty on that pussy, you can call me Spike Lee Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch, I'm Todoroki And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me Anime thighs, but she open up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye Asian pussy is so tight, I just really wanna pipe Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five Five.